0: Welcome to the Market Call Podcast. This is Lewis Giannis. Have you ever had somebody tell you you should diversify your portfolio based on a style box? You might have seen these funny grids that show large companies, mid-cap companies, value and growth, et cetera. That's called a style box. A lot of investment advisors tell you that somehow this is going to give you a magic ticket to help you diversify your portfolio better in stocks. In this podcast, I'm gonna talk about a better way to do style boxes. A style box that's based on factors that actually tie better to performance in our research.
1: Welcome to the Market Call Show, where we discuss what's happening in the markets and the impact on your investments. Tune in every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: Today, I wanna talk a little bit about style one of the things that we've noticed is that many people have this view of style like kind of like a a style box type of view of the world in the stock market we look at style in a very different way at WealthNet. we look at style from the perspective of how it is going to perform in different economic environments and we also look for style that has a tendency to have a different correlation to each other because we're looking for the best diversification so we can lower our risk but keep that return number high so I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the styles that we use in the equity market and we've really developed these over years of experience and research and we have multiple different styles but today I'm going to talk about the four biggest ones that we see in the marketplace and how we slice and dice up the US stock market now if you have been following my research over the last twenty years you know that i've always been using a concept of quality valuation and technical so I, i split the market up by these characteristics uh, of quality, meaning how knowable are the cash flows, how solid is the balance sheet, you know, the, the, the basic uh, quality of earnings, all of those types of factors that are wrapped up into one element. And then, uh, then the valuation has to do with how much are we paying for that, that uh, particular investment, given its measures of value. Uh, like earnings and assets and cash flows and dividends things like that and then there's the technical side which has to do with the supply and demand of the investment itself is the marketplace recognizing that particular opportunity now when you look at the stock market in general we have a massive quantitative system that we have developed over the years that allows us to look at all the stocks that are liquid and tradable in the united states and uh, we score them on various metrics and within each one of those big components quality value and technical there are many sub elements to it uh, meaning there's different metrics that we're looking at and right now i'm talking just about quantitative information that is the information that's just numbers so we also obviously look at the qualitative side it's a big part of what we do but today I want to focus just on how we look at style and how it's so different than, say, um, some of the style box type features that you see with most um, kind of third-party data vendors. Hello, happy podcasters. This is Lewis Giannis. Have you read my book, The Financial Freedom Blueprint? If you haven't, you should check it out. You could get a signed copy. I'm signing copies. You can go to pathtorealwealth.com and pick up your copy, let me tell you just a few reasons why you should pick this book up. First of all, I put years of experience of advising individual investors of all types, very high net worth people, as well as people, just normal everyday people. And I explained to them the seven steps to accelerate their path to prosperity, to keep their money, and to build the money. And I use some very specific techniques to help you drill down quickly to the most important factors that will help you make better financial choices. Pick up a copy today at pathtorealwealth.com. So the first, way, uh, first thing I needed to define for you is that we look at these three dimensions, and within those three dimensions, we have degrees to which each company is demonstrating a high or low quality value or technical characteristic within its industry, within its sector, within the overall market. So uh, that's the first step, is looking at those dimensions. Now, depending on each individual stock's kind of degree of quality, degree of value, degree of technical components, uh, depending on that will also give, uh, give us ways to blend those to find opportunities, because there's times in the markets, and I think you'll see here in just a minute, there's times in the markets when different styles, different blends of QVT do better. And when we diversify our portfolio among those styles of companies, and all of them are great companies, but when we diversify them among those, we get a better risk-adjusted return based on our research. Let's start off with the uh, the kind of the one that that is kind of the one that everybody kind of thinks of, and that would be the quality on a roll. We call it quality on a roll, and basically what that means is... We have a company that has very, very high quality, very strong balance sheet, very consistent earnings and cash flows, and their debt is you know, not too high, that, those types of things. So we have good quality from the metric standpoint, and we also have a situation where the stock itself is being recognized in the marketplace, so we have very strong technicals. Now the key differentiation between the quality on a roll and another category which I haven't talked about is, is that the valuation is overvalued based on our metrics so generally the value is very very excessively high you could still make money in those companies because when the markets are strong these companies tend to lead where the valuation is not super attractive uh, by any stretch but the quality of the company and its business itself is doing well and the market is recognizing that particular stock so that's quality on a roll that would be an example of one of our styles another one would be quality at a reasonable price so that's the same high quality but the valuation is reasonable it's not great but it's reasonable so we're paying a reasonable price for the earnings and cash flow and, and dividends etc so quality at a reasonable price or QUARP. another one would be our uh, rock stars our rock stars would be your your stocks that have all three characteristics quality value and technical all hitting on on the top quartiles, the top cylinders, right? So th- these are the types of companies where they meet all the criterias, right? The valuation is fairly good. The technicals are great. The quality is great. Uh, it's kind of, you don't see that many of them, but when they're there, sometimes they can be really good opportunities. And then the other would be your, uh, we talked about quality of, on, at a reasonable price. We talked about quality on a roll. And the last one I'll talk about today is emerging value. So basically what that is, is that's a company that's quality is not necessarily the best, but it meets a threshold of, of to where we think that that company can actually, is they're not gonna go out of business. They have an adequate amount of quality. It's not amazing, but it's an adequate amount. And uh, the valuation is very attractive. A very attractive valuation, the quality is there. Uh, and the technicals are just now starting to improve so that would be a company that is has a lot of times they they're not really uh, as uh, knowable like you don't see them on the headlines they're typically not the headline type stocks Um, there's a ton of these companies out there right now and I think as the economy strengthens that's gonna uh, uh, help these types of companies so if you have a diversify diversified portfolio of these and this is the main point of this conversation today for us just to communicate it as investors out there it, instead of looking at large-cap this small-cap that value growth for us we have found based on the diversification of factors that it's better for us to think of them in a little bit different way you know, you have companies that are on different different points on the S-curve between being a newer company that's going fast versus an older company going all the way to a mature company and we want to be able to capture profits for our investors and for our own personal net worth by by identifying what we would consider more true Uh, styles so diversification of style is important because you know most stocks are highly correlated and even when you do style correlation like this you're going to or style diversification like this you're going to improve the diversification but you still have relatively high correlation in the overall stock market so diversification across across broader asset classes for the total net worth of of an individual's net worth is very very important but I wanted to point this out because there is this kind of a way of categorizing out in the world, in our our view, that doesn't make as much sense as how we would select a stock from a bottom-up perspective. It's convenient to use these other methods, but if, we, if you dissect the factors based on their performance and based on various elements of a stock and how they perform over time, we find that this way of looking at the world can be more attractive for investors. So anyhow, some ideas for you out there. So for investors who want to have a better approach, in our opinion, uh, we like to look at these ways of looking at style. All right. If you guys have any questions or just reach out to us, be sure to subscribe to our uh, YouTube channel. As always, Luisiana signing off. Have a great day.
1: For the latest episode of the Market Call Show, make sure to like, subscribe, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Go to marketcallshow.com for all our past episodes and sign up to get alerts for new episodes. If you enjoy the content of this episode, please leave us a five-star review and comments. The information in this podcast is informational and general in nature and does not take into consideration the listener's personal circumstances. Therefore, it is not intended to be a substitute for specific individualized financial, legal, or tax advice. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a final decision. WealthNet Investments is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where WealthNet Investments and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure.